Hi guys, we're here today. It's day number 27 or day um, 13 on level 2 weeks and life, 2 weeks of teachings in life of Paul. And so I'm excited because tomorrow is our last day and we are going to start on the Old Testament tomorrow. So today we're going to focus on Ephesians 3, which is a summary of Paul's ministry. It's, it's Paul's summary of his mission. So we're going to open our Bible to Ephesians 3, like always. I'm not going to read the whole thing, just read a few bits of it and summarize it for you guys. But while we read this, um, Paul, he urges readers to think through what it means to really represent Christ in the world, right? And so when people look at Christians, you know, do they see the qualities of Christ on display? So let's go on and read um, Ephesians 3. We're going to start all the way in verse um, 3. The mystery, the mystery made known to me by revelation, as I have already written briefly. In reading this, then you will be able to understand why my insight to the mystery of Christ, of, of Christ which was not made, made known to man in other generations, as it has been now revealed by the Spirit to God and holy apostles and prophets. So here he's saying that there's a mystery of Christ. You know, it's not known until people came and they prophesied it. They go ahead and go around. So it was not the... Uh, people were not so exposed to teachings of God like now, like how we have it everywhere. You know, someone's always preaching... Back then, it wasn't as like that. There was people still cities in sin without the knowledge of Christ. But now he's saying that now it's made known because we have prophets that come and go and and um, teach the the word of God, right? Then he says in verse 7, I become a servant of this gospel by a gift of God's grace given me through the working of his power. Although I am less than the least of God's people, this grace was given to me to preach the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. So he is saying that I am less than what you imagine I have done wrong, but I was somehow given the honor to be able to preach about God to um to to the to the Gentiles, you know. And you know, grace was given to me to be able to talk about him. His intent was that now through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in heaven realms. In him and through him in faith, we approach God with freedom and confidence. I ask you, therefore, not to be discouraged because of my sufferings for you, which you are glory. He says, in him and through him, we may approach God. Here he's saying that through Jesus and is the only way we can approach God. Verse 16, I pray that of our glorious riches that he may strengthen you with power through his, his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray to you that being rotted and established in love may have power together with all these saints to grasp how wide and long, high and deep is the love of Christ. Here he's saying that, you know, I hope you all dwell your hearts through to Christ so you can understand how amazing he is, how his love is. You know, it's love like no other. It's love more than love, you know. And so to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that he may be, may be fulfilled to measure all the fullness of God. 
Verse 20, now to him who is able to do immediately more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the churches, in the church and Christ Jesus through our generation, forever and forever. Amen. So here, it wasn't really about like what he did. It wasn't, like I said, it was a summary of his mission. It wasn't really a... Uh, a summary of like what he did on his mission more like what his wish mission was about what he really preached you know the main thing that he taught paul about was about jesus about his salvation not him and, you know like you should put everything you have in him you know because he's will give you everything right so here's some life questions that we have to ask ourselves in Paul's time, Jews and Gentiles were the two fact fractions most given to quarreling and division. From your perspective, what groups divide Christians today? Alright, so that is day number, I have no idea, lost track, I think 13. See you guys tomorrow for the last day, which we are going to talk about imitating Christ. So that is exciting, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.